Riverside. The divisional round is done. Conference championship week is here. We've got this week, a bye week next week for the Pro Bowl that literally no one watches. And we are on to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Four teams remain for a fight for the Lombardi Trophy. Boys, welcome back. It's good to be back together. Mike, I'd like your thoughts on the divisional round. Ah, hell of games. <clears throat> uh, definitely had had me on the edge of my seat uh, for mostly all of them, actually. Uh, it was a great, great um, weekend of football, and uh, I think it's going to be an even better one this weekend. So super proud, super happy. Uh, we'll see what this week throws at us. How about you, Dave? Yeah, all good games uh, for the most part on the same page with uh, the winners for the week, except for Houston. That was the only team that really just got outplayed. Uh, but still cool for Stroud to have that season and, and get to that in his first year in the league. And outside of that, uh, congrats to you boys on the Chiefs pulling out that W. That was a hell of a game. And when uh, Hardman, fu- yeah, Hardman fumbled, I was really, really worried, but that worked out for you guys. So, yeah, good week of football, and there should be a couple good games coming up. Let's talk about an overreaction, and I think it might be valid. Do we have a new America's team? The Detroit Lions on NBC just came out about a half hour ago. 49.1 million people watched that game. The highest event on NBC for a divisional round. CBS, which normally has better viewing coverage, the Bills Chiefs game, 50 million watched that game. Those are incredible numbers for a divisional round. Super Bowl, you get somewhere in that 60 to 70 range. You're getting almost that viewership when most of the people that don't watch football show up in the Super Bowl for the commercials, which haven't been great of late. But those are huge numbers. And I think we might have a new America's team in the NFC. Fuck off, Jerry. Fuck off, Cowboys. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Do do we not have a new America's team in the AFC? They've been America's darling. Okay. I was just making sure. Been America's darling. I mean, when you go to six straight, I mean, you feel like you pretty well took out the Patriots. But six straight AFC championship games for the Chiefs. I think that one's pretty well documented and a great game up in Buffalo. Definitely had us on the edge of our seats. A lot of liquor flowed through the party on Sunday, but uh, How many great shots game. Did you do that day, Dan? I feel like I feel like you could have killed a horse. Well, I I looked at the bottle of Captain Monday morning, and it was three quarters gone. And I know I brought over 20 airplane bottles of Fireball, and I think you said there was four left. So, and that was me and you. Oh, my God. So, Dave, it was a hell of a day. 
And we had some good barbecue. Sounds like it. But let's get in, or let's talk about last week. I went four and three, one seventeen and one hundred four overall. I think I had the crazy parlay pegged outside of Houston, absolutely screwing all three of us last week. We all would have hit if Houston just would have done their job and played like they should have against the fraudulent Ravens team. Mike went six and two, one hundred five and eighty eight. He broke the hundred win mark. Has those three parlays. Dave went three and two, one hundred four and ninety two. Four parlays as a show on the year three twenty five and two eighty six. Seven beautiful parlays. As mentioned, it's conference championship week. There are two games that we will talk about, and it starts at two p.m. Central Time on CBS. The three seed Chiefs. At the fraudulent one-seed Ravens, Baltimore favored by three and a half, 44 and a half the total. So you guys know weather Sunday during the day as of right now, 48 degrees, 70% chance of rain, and winds from the north at 10 to 15. So, Dave, to keep up with the tradition of letting you go first with the Chiefs, I want to hear what you have to say on this one. Yeah, this is, uh, again, yeah, I'll lead us off with you psychotic Chiefs fans following me up. Uh, Either way, this is a big game for all of us, but especially for Dan. Like you said, the fraudulent Ravens. It comes down to all of this. To go to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs have to beat the most fraud team in the league, according to Dan. So it should be no problem. So with that said, uh, I have to back Patrick Mahomes. I have to pack, uh, back the Super Bowl winning and type of squad the Chiefs have. Uh, played super good ball versus the Bills. I thought the offensive play calling was spot on. Uh, they ran the ball at the right time. They threw it. Uh, Pat looked really good. He looked like he always looks in the playoffs. Uh, defense kind of scared me in the first half. They, they got ran all over. That's what scares me about this matchup versus the Ravens. Uh, it's going to be a tough one up front for the boys with Lamar and Gus Edwards and that offensive line. But if they can control any part of that, I think they have the big advantage in this game and the experience that Lamar, even though he's an elite quarterback, he just hasn't been there yet. So I'm going to take the Chiefs plus three and a half here. I think it's a no-brainer for me. Uh, I'm going to take him plus three and a half. I'm going to take the under. Because I think, again, even though the last game I took the over, looking for a shootout, uh, if the conditions with the rain and stuff like that, I like lower scoring points. I like the ball on the ground, which kind of favors both teams, I guess. Uh, but give me the three and a half. Give me the under. And my prediction for this game is there will be some type of punt return or kickoff return at some point in this game. That's my sneaky little uh, pick on this game. Oh, a good old special teams, Tuddy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mike, let's go to you. <clears throat> yeah, hell of a game by our boys uh, last weekend. Um, and, and Dave, I was rooting for your 10-plus. I know that if Hardman wouldn't have fumbled on the goal line, you would have had a opportunity at that. And I don't know if that was a side bet you had on like uh, one of the forums or what you had going on, but um, I was really hoping for that 10-plus. But hey came down to the wire and uh you know when when it came down to it 
you know, uh, they they missed missed to the right, just like the early '90s. Uh, Bills did Bills things. Uh, I talked about it <clears throat> last week. How this was not a pressure game for Patrick Mahomes. He already has a legacy. Uh, this was a pressure game for Josh Allen, Buffalo, and that city in general to lose three of the last four years in the divisional um, against the Chiefs is is uh, is freaking amazing for us as fans. Um, this game, um, you know, Houston played Baltimore super tight at halftime. I think it was tied, and I think Dan had gone to call me to talk some shit and talk about how possibly – uh, Houston would defeat um, Baltimore and, and the game would go through Arrowhead, um, which yep. we were all, all hoping for. That would have been freaking amazing. Um, but, you know, it's not it's not that. But it's all good. Uh, I think that it's actually going to be easier to play in Baltimore than it is in, in Buffalo. I think that there was a lot of uh, a lot running uh, a lot on the line there in Buffalo having a home game against the Chiefs. And we've had this rivalry now for a while. So I think that the it favors the Chiefs. As I yelled dramatically several times uh, during the end of that game, the champs are here. The champs are here because, uh, you know, they've been there. They've been in the big game. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes' passer rating is freaking amazing during these matchups. Um, I want to throw some stats at you guys. Um, Jackson in his last five rain games – has completed 56% of his passes, uh, 174 yards per game. But in those five games, has personally fumbled eight times in those five last ring games, um, four of which were recovered by the other team. So um, my my pick, uh, my kind of novelty pick for this game, I do like the special teams. I think that's uh, I think that's going to be uh, I think that's going to be play key here. Um, but my uh, dramatic pick for this one is uh, I look to see a defensive touchdown somewhere. Someone fumbles the ball, um, or we get a pick six. Um, and so yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. I think it is going to be a running game uh, running game all day long. I think the Chiefs have to commit to. Um, first playing the run and, you know, taking some chances with some man-to-man on some of those wide receivers for um, Baltimore. I mean, Beckham, he's out of his prime. Likely he's been irrelevant lately. Aguilar is just whatever. Um, You know, Zay Flowers, uh, definitely going to need some help with him. He's back and he looked really good against Houston. But I think that if they commit to stopping the run game and the run pass option, I think that we're going to do okay. The defense is going to show up. Um, and I feel like the Chiefs offense has really started to click at the end of the season, which is what you really, really need. You need all facets of the game clicking. Um, Dan had some great sound bites last week going into the Chiefs-Baltimore game. If you have a chance, go back and listen to just the introduction of what Dan said about the Chiefs, uh, about their defense, about how weather was going to play a factor and how special teams at the end of the game uh, could be a, a key, key thing. And uh, I think Dan freaking blew it out of the water last week with his prediction for the Chiefs Chiefs game uh, against the Bills uh, because it was that last minute. So with all of that being said, 
Um, I am going to go with the champs. I'm going to take the Chiefs plus three and a half. Um, I'm also going to take the over on this game and the fact that I think that there's going to be some turnovers that happen that give short fields to some particular teams. Um, and I think that you're going to see from a novelty perspective, give me Kel- Kelsey for a tutty, um, and then give me that uh, defensive um, turnover for a tutty. And that's where I'm going to go with that. Danda, love to hear your perspective. I love all of that. Absolutely all of it. You know, I like to come prepared with stats. Okay. Both of these matchups, neither of these teams has seen each other since 2021. Mute point. That goes for the Lions and the 49ers, as well as the Chiefs and Ravens. And it's funny, both of them were early in 2021. But let's go into betting trends. The Chiefs have won their last five games as dogs. Baltimore has won their last six as favorites. Okay, that washes. The Chiefs, though, have covered in their last 10 games as dogs on the road. Very encouraging. Weather could play a factor in this last one, though. Average points per game in Baltimore this year was 49.1. A lot of points scored on that field this year. So that leads into my first pick. I'm going to take the over here. Even with the sloppy conditions, I think that what Mike said is key. Turnovers will lead to short fields on both sides of the ball. So give me the over there. Let's get some points. I said last week, if we get into a shootout with Buffalo, we go down. I think we can match up with Baltimore. I've said it for a long time. I think they're frauds. Yeah, they're playing in the AFC Championship game. I've got to ride that one till I die at this point. I'm way too far deep in it. Give me Chiefs money line as well. It's the homer pick of the week, but give me those boys going back to Las Vegas to Arrowhead West, which will be a very beautiful thing. Let's go into my last point. Sean Smith is the referee. We don't talk about referees a lot except for Carl because he's a bald old fuck that can't see. But there is a point to be made about Sean Smith. In the last three years, home teams have only won 40.8% of games where Smith was the referee. The lowest win percentage by far of the officials over the last three years. Across the NFL, home teams have won 55.4% of the games during that span. That's a 15% delta. Referees don't necessarily decide the games, but the stats don't lie. That's another encouraging factor for me. My novelty pick of the week. I said last week special teams was going to play a key. I think I even said in Butker we trust and it could come down to his foot. It came down to Bass's foot being wide right, but Butker was key in that matchup. My key in this matchup is Chris Jones getting pressure on Lamar, shaking him up. I've got Chris Jones with two-plus sacks this week, setting the tone for that defense, leading into what Mike said, potential short fields off turnovers. So that's my thoughts there. I love it. Can can we talk about Jason Kelsey last week? Oh, <laughs> that was lovely. The hop out of the suite was pure athleticism. Dave, have you ever seen something so pure? Um, 
only if you were to do that. There was a lot of similarities. <laughs> if I would trim up my beard a little bit, a little bit, we're both hairy little fuckers that drink way too much. <laughs> I actually thought the hop back up into the suite was a little bit more nimbly bimbly than I thought that Kelsey had. I mean, he popped right into that thing, and you could tell that uh, the beer adrenaline was really going, and, uh, and Kelsey's wife in the background... Just looking like, okay, here we go. Was she was looking best. at him like he was a snack. <laughs> the reason I said the pure athleticism, though, think about that jumping down. He's in his sweatpants and his Timberlands. That was a sheet of ice under him. And he just plopped down like a cat. Ready to go. I hope that we see him at the stadium again this week. That would be cool to see. I mean... Philly, Buffalo, it's basically in his backyard. Or not Buffalo, Baltimore. Same difference. They all start with Bs. Let's go into the NFC Championship game. 5.30 Central Time on Fox. The three-seed Lions at the one-seed 49ers. San Francisco is favored by seven. High point total here. 51, the projected total in this game. Since we're talking about weather. It's going to be a beautiful day in San Francisco. 68, the high during the day. We'll go down to about 52. Practically no chance of rain as of right now. And a light 5 to 10 mile an hour breeze there in the Bay Area. That's going to be a beautiful night for football there. But I'm going to turn this one over to Mike. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh... We got the Lions and the Chiefs as the first game of the season, and we could potentially see the Lions and the Chiefs in the last game of the season, which would be ridiculous. Um, I think that if this game's in in Detroit, I think that Detroit absolutely wins this game. I really do. I think that the uh, the 49ers... Um, they are not the same when they don't have their key players. Uh, I, I felt like after Debo went out last week, um, they were a little bit exposed, and that happened a couple of games into the season. Uh, Debo has a fractured shoulder right now, so even if he does play, he'll probably be a little bit limited, uh, which you know I think we talked a lot about the, the weather hurting San Francisco last week with speed. But the fact with the injuries um, really hurts too. Um, I right now I have the Detroit Lions covering. I do think that the Niners probably will win this game, but I do think it'll be a late field goal or something crazy. I really, really am hoping for Detroit to win this game outright, but I'll play it safe. I'll take the points, um, and I'm actually going to take the I'm going to take the under on this one. Um, I think that in the NFC championship, you'll see a little bit more, uh, of a little bit less risk, I guess, um, while, uh, um, while playing the game, uh, my novelty pick for this one, um, give me, give me a Mon St. Brown for over a hundred yards receiving. Um, I think that he does get that done. I think that if Detroit can establish the run game, and keep the run game in their plans, I think they have a really, really good shot of knocking off the 49ers. I think that there's a blueprint out there to beat them. 
Um, but for right now, just give me the Lions and then uh, give me the under on that um, on that game. I think it was under 51. I think it's going to be more like maybe 47, 48, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what I that's what I have for you, fellas. Dave, what do you got? Uh, classic. I'm on the opposite end of Mike here. Uh, I think Detroit's had an unbelievable season. They're predicted to be good. Um, and they proved that, especially the start of the season. Uh, went through a little spell, and they figured it out, got in the playoffs, and, and they've uh, won two ball games, right? Two? Yeah. I don't know. Either way. They're in the conference championship. That's all that matters. They represent the North very well. Uh, they have a great team. I love their coach, Dan Campbell, but uh, the Lions week ends uh, this week, and it's going to be ugly. It's uh, my first pick. I'm going to take San Fran minus seven. Um, I just think it ends. I think Jared Goff has one of his worst games of the year in a big-time moment. Um, I, I mean, they really snuck by the Rams. Last week they won – I'm blanking on the last game. Anyway, uh, I just don't think Jared Goff plays well here. Uh, I think I think it gets embarrassing. I think the 49ers potentially win by 14 to 17, uh, and that's including garbage time. Uh, I think the 49ers uh, defense is going to be able to control their run game. I think without Debo, it's not a whole big deal. Obviously, it does make a difference, but you still got Kittle. You still got uh, Jennings. You still got Ayuk. You still got McCafferty. They have plenty of weapons to, to beat this team. Uh, I'm going to trust the play calling from Shanahan. Nothing crazy goes wrong. I think if Purdy just plays his game, plays semi-solid, they still win this game by a touchdown. Uh, it's going to come down to turnovers for Purdy. If he's turning the ball over, the game's going to stay tight. If he's not, I think they win this easily. So give me uh, San Fran minus seven. Uh, I'm going to give – I'm going to take the under as well. I think that's a good play just because I think Jared Goff and the Lions – probably scored 17 points max. Um, and then my novelty pick is Jared Goff to interceptions plus. Can I, can I just point out how cute it is that I think David uh, thinks that the um, Lions beat the Rams again last week when they beat Tampa Bay? I mean, no, I, I said I know they snuck by the Rams, so I said I'm blanking on last week. And it was ah, okay. That is true. That is true. Sorry. Fact check. Fact check. All right. Let's get into this one for me. I think this is a close matchup. I, I, you know, golf played a long time in LA. That system doesn't change a lot. And a big key point here, something Shanahan said today, and we're recording on Tuesday. Debo is still in a lot of pain, even after the game on Saturday. The 49ers are 0-3 when Debo does not start this season. That is a big part of that offense. It adds a lot of flexibility having him on the field to where they can put McCaffrey in the slot, and you don't know if they're going to hand it off to Debo or he's going to throw it off to McCaffrey in the slot. It, It takes a lot out of that defense. He said openly that they're going to have two game plans, one with Debo, one without. That tells me they're leaning to where he won't play. Does that confusion in the game plan and the not prepping on one lead to potential problems? I think those are valid questions going into the game. I think this will be a close game. 
Um, give me Detroit plus seven. Give me the under in this game. So we're all on the under here. And give me Jared Goff plus 275 passing. I think he will will himself to stay in this game. Uh, I think we can all agree we would not be shocked if San Francisco won the game. But I think the Lions do keep it closer than a lot of people think. A seven-point spread in an NFC Championship game is almost disrespectful. And I think that that is the message in the locker room there in Detroit. Now, to the conspiracy theories about the Super Bowl logo. I have one. You know how it's purple and red this year. What happens when red smothers blue? It turns purple. The Chiefs win another Super Bowl against the Lions. I love it. Referee for the Super Bowl is announced today. It will be Mr. Bill Vinovich. This last Super Bowl that he called was the Chiefs and 49ers in 2019. All the little strings are coming together if I want to make them come together. So that's what I've got for this week. I, hey, I love the Slate Boys. Go ahead. Can I throw one more uh, big pick out there for the 49ers? Go for it. Mind-blowing. CMC will not get a touchdown this game. <laughs> I think he's minus 345 right now to get a tutty. Uh, and has can you been. bet him no so, tutty? Yeah, you sure in the hell can. You should um, do that. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do that. Um, I also kind of want to. I want to go back to Dave's point last week. He he kind of like started this whole thing before it really got into the news about um, the Swifties and the NFL. And, uh, you know, how they they really want to see uh, the Swifties during the Super Bowl and, and what kind of ratings and what that does for the NFL. So I just want to give a shout out to Dave because I didn't really think about any of that. And and to his point last week, if the NFL had anything to do with it, not saying that they are. Um, but I'm just saying that's a, has been a huge conspiracy theory this whole week. Uh, with the Bills and the Chiefs, which I think we just won outright, to be honest with you. But um, yeah. yeah, that conspiracy theory gained traction when the referee was announced today, and how he does not I favor home teams. And a possible Taylor Swift surprise halftime show at the Super Bowl. You know, I did. I did see. I I did see this article. In fact, my my daughter brought it up for me um she'll be playing a show on that saturday in 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 tokyo Mm -hmm. which will be 10 a.m on saturday it's going to be a night show there but it'll be 10 a.m here and the logistics are there for her to be able to show up with as long as her private jet has enough gas and they don't stop too often they could make it to vegas by uh game time so just saying that uh, it could happen she could make it to Vegas in time to spare. I, I asked someone today, I said, how long is that flight from Tokyo to Vegas? Please tell me it's 13 hours and 13 minutes. It's her lucky number, boys. All right, do you guys have any 13. special parlays this week? Or is that tough with a, with a short I slate? Do. Oh, I, I love it. One. I 
I came prepared. Yeah, I, did. I think you I think you guys know where I'm gonna go with it. I'm back on my bullshit. Plus fifteen seventy two. Give me the Chiefs money line. Give me the over in the AFC championship game. Detroit plus seven and the under. That gets you to fifteen seventy two. All put together. So Dave, since I, I heard you were ready, I will go to you next. I uh I have your odds beat here. It's a uh, complete sicko shit. Ooh, I think it's very boy. Uh I got a uh, plus seventeen sixty. That's what I'm going with. Uh, that means Mike's at like plus two hundred. Start out with uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's probably taking the Chiefs plus eight and a half, and that's his that's his pick for the week. Anyway, I'm taking uh, Chiefs plus three and a half. Uh, 49ers minus seven. George Kittle, anytime touchdown score. And Zay Flowers, anytime touchdown score. I love it. That will get you plus 1760. All right. What about our unofficial sponsor, the Blue Chew Soft Dick Whiskey Dick Pick of the Week from Mike? <laughs> So I have a minus 190, <clears throat> Chiefs plus 20. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to go with my picks, man. I'm just going to roll all my picks into one this week. I'm going to take the Chiefs plus three and a half. Give me that over in Baltimore. Um, and then the Lions plus seven. Give me that under in San Francisco. It's going to get you plus 1174. So we're... We're hard, buddy. We're hard as a rock this week at a, at a plus eleven seventy four. Ten will pay you one twenty seven. A hundred will pay you one thousand two hundred seventy four. So, um, I will say this. I will. I will say this. Um, definitely would probably stay away from the blue shoe this week because I don't like to bet on the Chiefs. I don't like to bet on any games that they're in, and I'm definitely betting with emotions at this point. Um, so if you want something better, I just go Lions plus seven under fifty one. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw it in, see what the fuck happens. Uh, we've had it. a hell of a season so far, so um, what could go wrong? I love it. I love it. Let's have a great championship week, boys. We'll figure out if we're gonna meet next week. Uh, I know Mike and I had we d- briefly discussed doing a best of for Pro Bowl week because I'm not talking about the Pro Bowl. It is the biggest waste of my time. But you can set your clocks to it. We will be back for the Super Bowl. Just real quick, man. Um, I heard our viewership was up a little bit last week. We getting some fans? What's going it on sure there? It sure was. It, it was up about 20%. That is So we, we increased our viewership by two people? Yep. <laughs> hey. 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 We recorded on awesome. Friday. We Keep recorded sharing. on Friday, and we're recording again on Tuesday. That's a short turnaround. That's a that's a good start to the week. A lot of times, our it our is. listenership shows up late. So this is a good little uptick. I love that. The up twenty percent sounded a lot better. So thanks for that one. <laughs> Fucking dick. With that, though, this has been another Go edition of Pick'em. This has been another edition of Pick'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike. Powered by Riverside. We'll talk again soon.